The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, you. I've got some great guests on here that I want you to know about. If you already haven't heard of Legit Bat Podcast, I have these guys on late in the episode, actually in the Patreon portion. Joe and Jen hop on. We discuss the COVID camps, the quarantine camps, all the chaos going on, what they think. We all always kind of go down some interesting rabbit holes when we get together. So we bullshit a little bit. We have a lot of fun. Check out their work. Ben was not present here, but he's the third party in their show. Does a great, great job. They have a lot of fun. Legit bat on Rockfin, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And they also have a Patreon, so support them there. And if you support this show on Patreon, you'll get to hear a fun little conversation that we have all together. It's great. Also, before they come on, I have Ron from the Wicked Planet podcast. We have a great time. And um, like I said, Wicked Planet, you can find him. He's starting some new ventures as well in the whole conspiratorial realm. Awesome people. Some people that I really got my start with in this whole deal. So uh, show them some love. If you're not following them, if you haven't rated them a positive review on Apple Podcasts, do so, please. And uh, without further ado, let's get into the damn show. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another weird week in the year 2021. I guess weird means it's just normal now. It is what it is. You know, uh, this is why the world is so dangerous. And this is why this show was created, was to comment on events like those that have been unfolding. And not only since March of 2020, when the show started. But, um, I mean, it just seems like it's a snowball effect. Things are continuously getting weirder and weirder. But this episode here is going to be a little different. I want to talk about something that I have not heard hardly anyone mentioning when it comes to the quarantine camps. Um, And it may seem like I'm being polarizing when I do this episode, and I don't intend on doing that because I do see a, a massive problem. Uh, with the polarization of not only politics, but social issues, um, you know, what people think is right and wrong has swung farther and farther to the left and the right, depending on the way that you see it. Uh, so, you know, I, I will bridge the gap 
by saying, first of all, fuck Mike Pence, fuck Mitch McConnell, along with all these other rhinos and these neocons, because not only are they fake Republicans, but they're perpetuating a one party system. And as you might know, if you've listened to me and if you've taken me somewhat seriously throughout my podcasting career, being able to talk with all you beautiful people. A lot of people might think that I'm Republican, but I am not. I think if you've paid attention to the show, I I try to go out of my way to make sure that I am not uh, falling on one side or the other. But it may seem like I lean to the right because I don't support vax mandates and I don't support all this other crazy nonsense that seems Nazi-ish. It seems tyrannical. And Nazi is a hyped up word it's a played out word too many people use it and it's kind of nullified the true meaning of what that is so i'm going to get into that here um the administration that we have right now is failing it's failing big time high profile people are throwing shade and or distancing themselves from the biden administration and even people in that administration we're talking like the fucking vice president where has that thing been I haven't seen her in a while. Hasn't really been commenting or cackling on TV lately at all. And then you got John Kerry, too, recently throwing shade at Biden as well. You know, I think he wanted to be higher up than where he actually ended up. You know, he didn't want to be a climate czar. He wanted to be, you know, secretary of something. And now is not the time to really turn attention away from what's going on in the real world, in my opinion. Now, I'm all for keeping your energy high and pure or whatever else and avoiding negative news as a whole. But listen, if everyone sits under a tree and waits for the world to end, it just might. The world just might end. Instead of people standing up, all it takes for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. And half of this community is doing just that, this community being the podcast world. The conspiratorial people, the truthers, the alternative media. A lot of people are turning a blind eye and they're trying to talk about like Bigfoot and fun stuff, which I get. Like I said, I get it. But now is not the time to do that, guys. We got a lot of work to do here, I think, to keep to keep not only the Internet going so that you can continue podcasting and trying to pursue a serious show that is seen by more than a couple hundred people a week which I know most of these people are actually doing, and nothing against them. Everyone starts off small. But I think now's the time to get a little controversial. Now's the time to ruffle some feathers, maybe the wrong feathers. Maybe you're risking getting arrested, or maybe you're risking putting yourself in some sort of jeopardy. But I'm just saying, let's stand up and let's talk about these kinds of things that we're going to get into here. Don't listen to people like Steve Bannon, people that are paid off like him. Steve Bannon, by the way, makes his show artificially sound horribly produced his producer constantly is making these mistakes and the feedback is coming through the mics and all this it sounds like a middle school production and that's intentional it's to make it seem like he's just one of you forget the fact that he's jesuit connected uh for some reason he was kicked out of the 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 trump administration very quickly um but still has on these massive guests 
and they make it sound homemade to suck idiots in. And there's idiots on both sides, man. There's idiots that absolutely support the Republican Party. And there's a lot of idiots that support Trump for the wrong reasons. I don't know. It 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 just blows my mind. They they say constantly on shows like Steve Bannon's color in the lines, follow the rules, you know, engage in civil disobedience. I think that time's over. Because that's not what this other side is doing. That's not what these globalists are doing. That's not what the tyrants are encouraging. You've got countless videos of of not only the vice president and the president, but high-ranking members in Congress, whether it be Maxine Waters, Diane Feinstein, they're all in Nancy Pelosi. They're encouraging riots. They're encouraging chaos. You're not seeing that from the right. And there's fucking idiots that are out there saying that the Democrat Party is failing right now. They're completely wrong. They are fully succeeding. But I'm I'm going to get into some things here that that may feed into the idea that they're failing. And I think that they are on the wrong side of history, as Ron and I talk about here in just a second. They're on the wrong side of history, just as all these other regimes throughout history have been. But don't color inside the lines. Don't follow the rules. MGT or MTG, whatever, the Marjorie Taylor Greene, I guess that's MTG. She's retarded. May not know who she is because who does? AOC is retarded, just like she is. Matt Gates is retarded. I just saw Matt Gates roasting the, the, uh, the military elite. We're talking like Millie, uh, Millie Austin, all these fucks. And uh, a great listener of the show actually sent me this clip. It was about a five-minute-long clip of Matt Gates supposedly roasting this guy, these guys. And the whole time, he's advertising a fucking book for an anti-Trumper. He's literally holding the book up. He literally bought the book, and he's holding it up. But a lot of people don't realize this. They just say, oh, dude, look at him. He's giving it to Millie. I wish I was in that position. I could talk shit to Millie and Austin. And Blinken or whoever the third dude was up there. I I don't even know who the third guy was. Millie and Austin are getting a lot of heat right now. And I think that that's something that we need to look into a little more too. Is why, why is it pointed right at them instead of, you know, there's other people to blame, not just them. But don't let that slip out of your minds, guys. Beto is the same as Matt Gates. Beto O'Rourke, the guy that wants to take your guns away. Matt Gates, the guy with that's clearly inbred. I mean, the dude's eyes are so damn close together. Uh, his mom and his dad are probably cousins, to say the least, allegedly, just to avoid suing, because you know that this fuck Matt Gates, who's got pedophile allegations, I don't know how real they are, but I mean, none of these guys are good. Come on. Holding up a book, talking shit about it. People need to realize this stuff, man, and it, it's disgusting to me. Not that people don't don't see it. It's disgusting that these guys play into this. Matt Gates would sell you out just as quick as Beto O'Rourke would. Keep that fucking clear in your head. And I do believe that we're on the verge of something big here, and I already know how it works out because history tells us. But history also tells us that it gets ugly. People wear social media bans as a badge of honor because they're LARPers. Let's face it. I'm not going to really mention any names here. I don't want to. I I want to, but I don't want to because I don't want to just seem like I'm talking shit. But you know who they are. They're the people that lead in their Instagram bios or their Twitter bios saying that they're banned everywhere. Who's to say they didn't ban themselves just to get a little bit of clout? There's people acting like they were in the military when they weren't. 
you know, there's people doing all these things that are telling you what they think you want to hear that will get them to sell products from their sponsors or from their own stores. It's just crazy to me. And it's crazy that a lot of people don't see this. Real people that actually get arrested or people that get indicted, we're talking like Martin Luther King, General Flynn. People like this seem to be actually out there fighting, not virtually getting banned. But you know what? Germany, Nazi Germany, before it was Nazi Germany, Germany didn't expect to be in the position that they got into. And I'm going to talk about these guys a little bit here. Um, I want to do some housekeeping kind of early on here. Of course, the show is brought to you by DangerousWorldStore.com. You can go on there. You can buy your T-shirts. All of them are $17.76. Brand new shirt, Conspiracy Realism, Conspiracy Realist. That's a real deal. What's the difference between conspiracy and reality? About six months. And that's what that shirt illustrates. Also got the government as the virus. It's a big crowd pleaser. The OG shirt's always selling. Go check them out, guys. A print to order. You will get every single shirt that you order. And I'm happy to serve you guys. Free shipping in the United States and very, very pro-rated prices outside of the United States. Um, and also, guys, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. You can listen to this full episode and many others for only $3 a month. You will not miss that $3. You can throw down $5. You get extra episodes. I'm actually right after I record this, I'm about to talk about the new LGBTQ acronym. If you didn't know, it's A through Z plus. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to represent every single group, A through Z plus. There may be some numbers. There may be some symbols that we're going to include in the A through Z plus. We're going to give them a shout out under that $5 tier, patreon.com slash dangerous world. So thank you guys that have been supporting that. There's a few day one homies. Uh, I'm working on some some great deals through that. If you have supported and you've given over $100, you'll be getting a lot of free stuff. Uh, a few people have already done so, and uh, they get rewarded, man. I'm, I'm uh, true to my word. Sometimes it takes me a little bit. I ran a contest a while ago where I, I uh, wanted some funny comments uh, under the Apple uh, podcast commenting and rating. And if you left a five-star review, uh, long story short, I was late to send those out. Very late. But if you buy something, if you give up money, I absolutely get you your product quickly. Okay. So uh, I appreciate every single one of you guys. And that final tier at the patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast is $10. That's simply if you love the show and you want to get me a little closer to being able to do this full time. I'm guaranteeing four shows a week once I go full time. So um It's a fun deal, guys. I love doing this. I'd rather do this than my day job, which sucks my soul out. Makes me a little angrier, right? But I'm I'm sure you like the fire. I'm sure that's why you're here. So it is what it is, guys. And um, just really, really got to thank you guys. So uh, getting back to the the topic here, um, Germany didn't expect to lose World War I. And a lot of Germans felt really betrayed after they learned that Emperor Kaiser Wilhelm I think it was the second surrendered and fled to the Netherlands. And then these revolutionaries began trying to fight and take the capital. And this is when the Weimar Republic formed. It was essentially, it was a democratic Republic in Germany, exactly what we have here in the United States. So if you want to simplify things, the United States is the Weimar Republic in this analogy. The U S's unexpected pullout of the middle East 
which made them technically lose this war, has similar aspects to it. Would you agree? I mean, it has a lot of similar aspects. But the so-called insurrection, which according to who I believe are controlled opposition candidates, has a lot of similarities to the Reichstag. And again, not mentioning names, but InfoWars is one of them. And I like InfoWars. I buy their products. I support the show because I think Alex Jones has, in a roundabout way, woken a lot of people up. You see a lot of people getting on board with him, though, and I find that kind of interesting. One one show that I actually do like, and I like the guy, I like the, the crew there, uh, even though I haven't met them, is Louder with Crowder, that show Louder with Crowder, which I'm not, I'm not sticking up for him. I'm not saying he's a good guy or I'm not saying they're good guys. I don't know them. But they seem genuine to me. Um, it's an entertaining show, and they never claim to know what's going on. They just give their best opinions. Um, Stephen Crowder is a fun dude. I, I enjoy his work. But then you have like you have Ted Cruz. What the fuck has Ted Cruz ever done for anyone, any one of his constituents, or the country as a whole? The dude just gets up there and bitches, and then he goes and travels to the border, and he sees what he sees, and he talks about it. That dude sounds like he does more coke than Sam Tripoli is to do, okay? And it's fucking crazy that people don't see this. And I love Sam Tripoli, by the way. It's, you know, he'll, he'll admit he used to do a lot of coke. And I don't know if he used to talk like that. Um, I don't know why I used Sam Tripoli right there in that example. But fun, fun dude. Uh, would much rather have Sam Tripoli as a senator than Ted Cruz. Because I think Sam Tripoli would actually get shit done. And he would fight people that didn't agree with him, which is what we need. We need that on the side of liberty and truth. Not a bunch of pussies that just act like they talk tough. You know, fucking Ted Cruz, dude. Piece of shit. Fuck that motherfucker. And a lot of people like him. That's 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 the problem. And I want to get into this here. So I, I'm going to quit dragging this out. Um, Like I was mentioning, that, that the United States unexpected pullout of the Middle East was essentially losing the war and it has so many similar aspects to what happened in germany back then it's crazy and i don't think that i don't think personally that the intended effect is what actually played out if that makes sense i think that the quote insurrection was supposed to be very, very damaging to the image of Trump and to the image of patriotism. And it is in, in the mainstream media's eyes. But I think that it was supposed to go much, much worse. It was supposed to be a bloodbath, I think. You know, with the beer hall push, which I'll get into a little bit. Um, what was it, like nine Nazis died and four police officers? It was kind of the opposite with this insurrection deal that happened on January 6th. Um, I think you had one private citizen die who, for the record, I, I'm tired of hearing her name. Um, it's a distraction. People have the backwards ass uh, logic to to sit there and say, well, what about Ashley Babbitt? You know, why, why are we talking about George Floyd, but we're not talking about Ashley Babbitt? They were both doing shit that they weren't supposed to be doing. And I don't care the logic is like, but but the, the double logic, yeah, we know. There is a double logic there. Stop mentioning it because you're just giving it more and more power. You're feeding into the agenda by mentioning this fucking lady's name. 
She shouldn't have been there. She shouldn't have been crawling through a window with a dude clearly pointing a gun at her. I'm sorry. She shouldn't have been there. And that's not me sticking up for George Floyd or fucking who's the other chick, Breonna Taylor, who had a dead body in her trunk or any of these people, man. Usually if someone dies, usually I would say probably seven times out of 10, maybe more than that. They were probably doing some shit that they shouldn't have been doing. And some people get away with things, man. I've done some things in the past that I could have gotten killed, not because of a, you know, a a violent thing. But, you know, I've fucked around and I've done things that I could have hurt myself and I have hurt myself. And I'm very lucky to actually be here talking to you today. But we have to acknowledge the fact that, you know, if you're if you're getting upset about someone that you don't know, you're probably wrong. Just that's a good rule of thumb there. Well, folks, are you scared yet? We're almost a quarter of the way through October, and I'm terrified that a bunch of you idiots out there haven't bought Manscaped already. It's a serious problem because a lot of girls, when they're dressed up like whores for Halloween, are going to be trying to take some pants off. And I hope it's going to be yours, and I hope that your shit is tuned up and it's nice and clean and no one's going to be freaked out when they see what's underneath your costume. Okay? Halloween's a big fucking time. And I'm not sure if I'm actually allowed to curse during these ads for Manscaped, but they haven't said anything. Quite honestly, I don't think they listen, but it's fine. All that matters is that they support this show. And what also matters is that you support them because they do great work. I just saw an article the other day that they were growing with podcasts. And it's not just massive podcasts. It's podcasts like mine that only get like six listeners a day. So I appreciate what you guys do. Not only supporting my show, but supporting great companies like Manscaped. And I got to tell you right now, I shaved my dog just to see what would happen with the lawnmower 4.0. Didn't cut him one time. He was kind of upset. And I don't know why I shaved him when it was getting cold, but I did. And it it made him feel a little more comfortable, I guess, because I live in Tucson. It's hot. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I will tell you what's actually real. Okay, that was fake. Fake news. I saw a homeless person who was starving. And instead of giving him some money or some food, I gave him the weed whacker. He was angry. He actually threw it back at me. And I said, hey, hey, whoa, listen. Do you know? Do you know what Manscaped is? Do you know that they actually fight testicular cancer, which you're probably going to get? Because of all the alcohol, all the all the cheap booze, all the fucking cigarettes that you smoke, you're going to get some kind of cancer, you homeless person. I didn't call him a bum because that's just mean. But he was just like, hey, can I get like a dollar for some French fries? We know he's going to spend that on crack, but that doesn't matter. Instead, I gave him a $40 value. Right. I gave him a lot of fucking shit. He could have he could have traded that weed whacker that i gave him instead of throwing it back at me he could have gotten 40 double doubles or probably actually with the inflation and all this stuff that's going on right now what is it what is a double double at mcdonald's running for is that two bucks now he could have gotten 20 double doubles from mcdonald's but instead he wanted to be a selfish motherfucker and throw the weed whacker back at me and not benefit from it at all and this is how manscaped wants you to recognize their brand okay they are pro, they're anti-homeless. They don't want any homeless people. That doesn't mean that they don't like homeless people. But I'll tell you right now, 
If you go to manscaped.com, you enter the promo code danger, you'll get 20% off and you can trade a homeless person, whatever they have to offer, or just give it to them out of the, the, your, your good soul, your good heart. You can give them a weed whacker or a lawnmower or any of this stuff. Heck, you can even buy them a performance package. And I'm sure that they're not going to get as upset as they did with me because I may have, I may have uh, insulted his mother when I gave it to him, you know, you never know what's going on in these people's heads. And so you got to just float the idea of like, Hey man, I don't have any food, but I travel with my weed whacker. I bring the 4.0 performance package around with me in the tool shed, which is that great little uh, kit that holds it all. Uh, I bring that thing around just in case I need to do a little on the spot, uh, shave, shave ability. I need to manscape a little bit. Right. Um, I didn't want to part ways with my weed, with my lawnmower, excuse me my lawnmower so i gave him the weed whacker and it is what it is and uh he 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 was mad he actually confronted me and he said i want the fucking lawnmower dude and i said hey man you know what i can't do that i can give you the weed whacker take it or leave it and he said no and uh you know we got into it a little bit but it is what it is i i try to help as much as manscape does with with my show and you know that it's the scary season. It's all the crazy shit going on out there. There's a lot of weird energy going around in October. A lot of people are sober for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but it is what it is, man. And I think that, um, you know, if you go to manscaped.com, you enter that promo code danger, you'll, you'll be very happy with that 20% off the free shipping that they offer. And they're just going to make you extremely, extremely happy. You're not going to be let down ever with these guys and i I appreciate everything that they do man honestly so um you know not throwing any shade at anyone that has anything to do with manscape because it's fucking awesome dude uh i actually shaved my stomach in the shower today because i was printing some t-shirts and i was extremely hot and sweaty and i figured if i removed this pound of hair that was on my stomach it would have been beneficial and i wish that i would have done it before i moved in and i got in there because when you're printing these shirts it gets hot uh, there's a heater that comes out and it, 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 you know, we call it, um, flash drying the shirts. So you're flash drying this ink and it just made it extremely hot. And you have a pattern of sweat based off where your hair's at. If you didn't know, ladies, this works for you too, especially you darker complexion ones. I know that you have thick hair. So let's get, let's get it done. This, this, uh, what is it? Autumn. Let's get it done. Let's make sure that we're all nice and trimmed up. For this cuffing season, ladies, I know you guys want presents from all kinds of different dudes. No one's loyal to anyone anymore. Everyone's cheating on everyone. People are jacking off and fingering the flicking the bean to all kinds of things. Rather than actually having intimate intercourse the way that God intended. But Manscaped is here to fight that. They're here to fight off the Satanism. And they're going to make sure that you assholes out there are doing what's right, not only by yourselves, but what's right with the Lord, okay? I'm not saying I'm like Jesus by giving Manscaped out like this with a 20% discount. I'm not saying I'm like Mohammed. I'm not saying I'm like Hulk Hogan or any of these other very influential figures or the Easter Bunny or anything. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm myself. I'm me. And you can go to manscaped.com, enter the promo code DANGER, get 20% off with the promo code DANGER at checkout. That's the promo code DANGER at checkout. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped 
and your balls will thank you. Enjoy the rest of the show. But anyway, before Hitler rose to power, he was a disgruntled youth. And we see a lot of that right now. Now, one of many people was was Hitler in this group of disgruntled individuals. And he had a true gift for speaking. This is what set him apart from the hundreds of thousands of people just like him. He also was a Rothschild, but that's beside the point. Now, him and... um, him and the others felt really, really betrayed by their government, and they felt that they had to become uh, that that these individuals had become treasonous traitors, and they just wanted to do something about it. And it wasn't until later that the Germans learned that he was hiding his true agenda behind the in vogue idea of hating the government. When he was saying that he hated the government, he was kind of secretly blaming minorities primarily the jews but also gypsies also a lot of other um marginalized groups uh he was he was kind of equating the government and their misdoings to what these these minorities were actually uh involved in right And, and and they they ended up putting them in in camps. And I think that we're seeing something like this go on right now, but it makes me wonder if we're in the middle of something very similar, right? Not necessarily coming from the left, although that's what's really kind of put out there right now. That's what it looks like. But right now the left is almost entirely of control of United States politics. And it seems like worldly politics, to be honest, but it also seems clear to anyone paying attention that they're weakening the United States society. And when I say the United States society, it does kind of actually mean the entire world. Um, We see a lot of the same things going on in the Western world specifically. You don't hear a whole lot about India. Right now, Australia, which is kind of concerning, right? I mean, there's a lot going on in Australia, but you do have uh, obviously Israel, obviously India. I, I know I just mentioned that you don't hear a lot coming out of India, but there is some shit going down there. Australia is the focal point. Also, France is kind of, you know, taking a backseat. Um, but this left government, this leftist government, they're they're making tyrannical decisions that I believe they're going to regret after the pendulum swings back to the right. And I absolutely believe that's going to happen. You know, the left, when Trump was in charge, a lot of the leftists that were out there, they were freaking out because they didn't really think that Trump was ever going to get out. But this is kind of what happens in the United States. You get four to eight years of left leftism, and then you get four to eight years of conservatives, right? Unless something really crazy goes on. And then you may get like 16 years because a new person comes in that that just so happens to kind of side with the previous administration. But typically it goes back and forth, like I said, a pendulum. But we have this very interesting deal going on right now where things are getting more and more politicized. They're getting more polarizing and you start seeing more chaos and more harsh swings to the right and to the left. We're pretty damn far left right now. And the agendas that are far left are being promoted and pumped up. But what happens when people fucking see through this stuff? It's going to swing back to the right and it's going to swing back harder. This could be in 2022 or it could be far in the future. It could be decades from now. But I firmly believe that the leftists are on the wrong side of history. 
They may also be in the process of creating a new type of government, right? The left, that is. No one that isn't so democratic, but more one-sided. And I think that this is why I hate the rhinos so much. We have this illusion of a two-party system. It's really a one-party system with some outliers. Now, for the record, I think every single person in government is a piece of shit. And we need to rebuild it from the bottom up. This is not building back better. This is not solve at coagula. This is, as much as I hate to say it, as much as you know, I, I really don't like the dude. Steve Bannon saying we need shock troops to come in there and, and take things down. Now, I, I don't like the term shock troops because it has a negative connotation to it. But the guy has a point. Um, we need to rebuild the government because they are, are they've lost their way. The people fear the government right now, and that is never how it was meant to be. Never how it was meant to be. But we have these entities like the IRS, the Fed, that are unconstitutional. By their nature, they're unconstitutional. But that's another topic for another day. We'll get into them at some point, I'm sure. And I've talked about the Fed before. And I've I've kind of talked about the IRS a little bit as well. Um, but, you know, again, another topic for another day. This This current regime in power we we refer to them as just that right we refer to them as a regime we don't really refer to them as a administration with all these executive orders and these this double-sided judicial system that we see it does feel like times are changing in a huge way now i don't know i don't know if it's just me or i i would imagine it's not but another critical aspect of hitler's rise to power and another reason we need to be paying attention is the fact that in 1918, the Weimar Republic, which I mentioned earlier, was hit with hyperinflation. Something many, many economists and us crazy conspiracy theorists are concerned about right now. With massive money printing, no one wanting to work, no one getting, you know, anyone that doesn't want to get the vaccine shots, the the forced vaccines, they get let go kind of similar to what was going on in the Weimar Republic when Hitler rose to power and literal siphoning of money from the middle class to big pharmaceuticals, to the big pharma companies, who's clearly, I mean, let's just face it, they're in cahoots with the government. This is how fascism begins. That is fascism. Now, check this out. For my research, I was looking online. I, I found some great websites. And one, one little paragraph that stood out to me, just a sentence here, That really stood out to me Um, in the great inflation of 1923 in Germany. You need billions of marks to be able to buy a loaf of bread. It didn't pay to work because your money was losing value every hour of every day. And the entire middle class was wiped out. This is what's going on right now. Right now it's going on. So a perfect time for a new leader to come in is a time like this. And you get a big beer hall push back in in the the Germany days, which was a stage coup that Hitler and 2,000 supporters attempted to take control of Munich. And it resulted in a few deaths, like I mentioned, considerably less than expected, kind of like the insurrection in heavy quotes of January 6th, 2021. Um, This is what I believe the insurrection was meant to emulate. You know, like I said, a lot of people say that it was the Reichstag deal. 
a lot more a lot more in common with the beer hall push and i want to note that more nazis in the beer hall push died than police again so uh the opposite of the u.s capital incident i don't know if that has any ritualistic meaning right but hitler was convicted of treason and taken to jail where he was treated like a celebrity he wasn't abused like what we see right now with these these political prisoners um but he was treated like a celebrity uh he he essentially when he was in jail he recalculated his strategy of, of how he was going to rise to power and although trump who was the 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 republican leader he never went to jail but he sure is in Twitter jail. He's sure in, in social media jail, right? I think that's more effective than actually putting him in jail, putting him in a physical jail, right? Not not if he was like, you know, socially, uh, not socially, like uh, if he was um, isolated, if he was in solitary confinement. Obviously, that's the, the most effective way to really do some damage against someone's, not only their psyche, but their effectiveness. But in the modern times, without Trump being able to speak on a social platform that gets out to literally, I mean, how many billions of people use Facebook and Twitter and things like that? It's like, I think 2 billion people, like half the fucking world is on these platforms. Um, yeah, and I'm quite sure I know 2 billion is not half the world, but I'm, I'm sure that at least a third of the world is is actively on these platforms. And so not only in the United States do Trump's words have serious consequences and and you know um positive aspects to them uh but like i said not just the country throughout the world it it, you know these these words reverberate throughout literal uh time and space man it's it's insane the technology that we have right now um and maybe if i remember i'll talk about like the whole idea of facebook shutting down i mentioned it in in the patreon a, a little bit but there's something weird going on there too and um again there's similarities and opposites between hitler and trump but uh trump doesn't get convicted of treason but is still accused today of treason like hitler was actually convicted of and some um some present at the capitol that day were arrested right but they're not treated like celebrities in any way shape or form they're they're treated like animals really but my point here in drawing these similarities and opposite outcomes between the mid twenties and early thirties of Germany and the modern times worldwide is the fact that we are quickly heading to a similar point where there was a dramatic power shift. If the left keep the left keeps pushing and pushing for their agenda with zero compromise, and we end up with hyperinflation and horrible economic conditions, not to mention high crime rates, which will follow and a complete breakdown of the system, another party just might come to power and hold them responsible for their actions. And that's not something to be taken lightly here. I think the left needs to kind of realize that they're making some big decisions. And if they're not on the right side of history, which again, history tells us they're not. They're in for some fucking trouble here. With that being said, I want to bring in my buddy, Ron. You guys know him, Ron from New England, the Wicked Planet podcast. We're going to have a quick chat uh, talking about um, just kind of uh, the idea that I'm presenting here. And uh, it's fun. Uh, I always have a blast talking with this guy. So I'll see you on the other side of this quick conversation with Ron from New England. 
Well, folks, to know this man is to love him. It's Ron from New England. You know that uh, he's killing the game with his show, Wicked Planet. His uh, co-host, Buckley, I, I, I'm getting reports that he's uh, either there at the garage or he's on his way. Is this what you said, Ron? Oh, he's at the haunted garage. He's down in the other office okay. kind of waiting up because uh, we're going to be recording our show uh, as soon as I get off with you today. And uh, our guest is on his way. He's going to be here momentarily. And then we're going to rock and roll and get, uh, I think, episode 29. We're going to get that out there. Yeah, you so. guys are cooking along, man. And, you know, I, I wanted to bring you on just for a short amount of time here because, you know, I anytime I'm getting into anything somewhat relative to the Nazi regime, I do like to include you in the conversation because you seem to know a lot of the history and you seem really level headed about this stuff. You know, like you don't you don't see it as too taboo to look into it. And I find it fascinating that there's a lot of talk about quarantine camps right now. So what are your thoughts on the quarantine camps? I know that there's a big one in Australia set to be uh, complete by 2024, which I have theories on that. Um, But what do you think, man? Do you think that these are just rebranded concentration camps or do you think that there's something different going on? Well, I mean, I think we can. You know, people in our business, we all we all call them concentration camps, right? Uh, you know, the FEMA camps is what we're talking about. Obviously, I'm sure people understand that. But, uh, you know, I did see some videos coming out of these quarantine, you know, quote unquote, quarantine camps uh, out of uh, Australia. And uh, these people are basically, I mean, they can go outside of their little huts and stuff, but everything is self-contained and, uh, and they're forcibly quarantine in these people so uh do i think that's what's going to happen here well it's going to be a strong possibility look look we haven't even gotten into the actual cold season yet and when cold season hits and all these people that have taken the jab start getting super super sick of course you know they're saying it's the unjab that are causing it which is total horseshit that's not like the case at all uh i think i think that would be a good reason for them to say listen we you know you know, especially the unjabbed. Well, we're going to take you, you know, for your own safety, and we're just going to put you in these uh, in these uh, quarantine camps slash FEMA camps slash concentration camps. Let me tell you what the Nazis did. The Nazis had these camps, and what they would do is uh, some of them they called them Theresa Stott camps, and what they would say, oh no, these 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 camps are. You're going to go there. Uh, you're going to be comfortable there. You're going to be able to reunite with your, reunite with your families. Uh, you're just going to stay there because, you know, we had to evacuate your area because we're going to be doing some battles here and, you know, whatever other stories that they told them, which we all know now was concentration camps. It was forced labor camps. Uh, they kind of separated them, forced labor. Then they had the ones that were just plain old, like Auschwitz was just a death bill. That's what that was. I mean, do I think that's what's going to happen here? Well, not exactly, but but I mean, it all depends on how you how you uh, interpret the people, the whole jab, the jab agenda yep. that they're pushing super hard, right? So, I mean, I, I've I've gone on some sites and I've looked around. Now, there's supposed to be I don't know how accurate this is, but there's allegedly about 800 FEMA camps in the United States. I just did some looking and yeah, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because yeah, I, I'm talking about that here. And if, if I'm not mistaken, maybe you, you and I both looked at the same site. The largest camp is in Alaska that can hold 2 million plus people. Ooh, Jesus. Really? 
Yeah, which is weird because Alaska's dead. It, there's no population there. Well, you know, there's, there's several camps in Maine, too. So, mm. uh, and I think what they are in Maine is I think, uh, you know, because Maine had to shut down a lot of their uh, military bases because we had a, lo- a lot of early warning military bases in Maine because obviously it's on the Canadian border. It's also near the coast. Uh, so, uh, you know, they no longer need, there was a huge Air Force base up there. I want to say it was called, I want to say it was in the town of Limestone, Maine, which is way up by Presque Isle, and uh, which is like like the most northern northern town in Maine. And uh, which in New Hampshire is actually Pittsburgh. Uh, the most northern town in New Hampshire is Pittsburgh. But anyways, uh, so so they've got, uh, I want to say, possibly two camps in Maine, uh, allegedly a couple in New Hampshire. I don't know anything about that. I haven't seen any. And, and quite frankly, I haven't really looked into it. But but I mean, I could see, you know, I mean, go back a few years when, like, say, Alex Jones started bringing this stuff out, yep. you know. All the pictures of the truckloads and truckloads of these plastic caskets, right? Uh, these FEMA camps being built, which which the government turns around and says, you know, well, after the whole debacle of Katrina, where we had people living in, uh, you know, trailer homes, you know, temporary trailer homes or whatever, we thought that this might be a better alternative to put displaced people. Okay, so so why so why are these people being displaced? I mean, we don't have major hurricane events like Katrina on a yearly basis. I mean, I mean, we do have some pretty bad hurricanes roll through, but you know, down in the Gulf Coast and Southern Florida and, and whatnot. But you're not talking, you know, having to house fifty million people. I mean, how many people can they house in these eight hundred FEMA camps? Well, if the largest one can hold two million, I mean, and, and, you know, you brought up a good point about, you know, there being quite a few camps in these smaller states because New Hampshire is a very small state, right? A lot of the states on the East Coast, especially up there in the Northeast or what we refer to as New England, right? These it's everything's very consolidated there. And much like the camps, I believe that there's a lot up there, but they're relatively small out here in like the you know southwest and over on the west coast and and even throughout the the you know flyover states there's a ton of larger camps um but i think that they're more spread out um and and like i said it just kind of blows my mind that there's some in alaska my initial thought was that they would be housing some canadians there but uh when you talk to canadians they say that there are a lot of military bases there that have the every single one of them having the ability to house prisoners so I find that interesting, man. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you something because you know so much about Hitler and all this stuff. You know, we were texting a little bit back and forth. And there goes my phone. I just got your text saying I'm there, by the way, for this meeting. Oh. Oh, uh, I don't know why the hell it was so late. But anyway, so what, what I'm uh, wondering here and what I kind of brought up with you, it's very interesting that you have a lot of conservatives, a lot of more free-minded people sitting here saying that they're concerned about the COVID camps and the quarantine camps as they're more uh, politically correctly referred to. Right. You don't really get many leftists. You don't get many liberals talking about these in a concerned fashion. And I think, you know, my time really kind of diving deep into the way that the government operates. I think that they make it very obvious that a certain thing is going to go down and then the opposite thing happens. And this is why I tend to think that these people that are actually encouraging these concentration camp-like things to be built 
are going to end up in there one day. And I'm not hoping for that. But um, the same way that Hitler came to power, you know, there's massive inflation in Germany at the time. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of people that feel betrayed because they find out that their emperor uh, forfeits World War One, essentially, right? He He just gave up. So this is when Hitler sort of rises to power after he goes to jail. He writes Mein Kampf, comes out, realizes, you know, the beer hall push went wrong. That's why he was in, in jail in the first place. Comes out, realizes he needs to follow the law and, and, you know, act in a more politically correct way to rise to power. And he does that. And I'm not saying that Trump is like Hitler. I'm not jumping on that bandwagon, but it would be very, very similar. And history would be repeating itself if Trump had this four year stint, got a lot of support behind him. But a lot of his support now is forced to shut up, right? Or they're going to end up in jail if they get too loud or they get too controversial. Um, you know, who's to say that the pendulum's not going to swing back to the right, either in 2022 or 2024, and it's going to swing back in a violent way. And people are going to want some accountability, you know, the same way that the Jews were blamed for uh, Germany's problems. I actually think that the that the liberals and the Democrats are going to be blamed for our problems here in the U.S. And it's going to go completely different than the way that us conspiracy heads kind of think that it is, where we're the ones being persecuted. I actually think it will be them. Yeah. OK, so, uh, I mean, do people not see what's going on here? I mean, people not see what's going on here, like like a lot of conservatives, they want uh, they want like like serious accountability, like right now. Millie, we got the we right? got the mid, we got the midterm elections coming up. Where they're already talking, it's a possibility that they're going to take the Senate back, uh, and and then maybe you know because now the Democrats are pretty much in control, and this is why nothing's happening. Like nothing is getting resolved. We all know this president was installed. He's he never got just like his uh, little thing he said the other day. Well, you know, you know, uh, you know, when they had all the "Let's Go Brandon" signs out there where he was visiting, was it Missouri? I want to say he was, uh, was it Missouri? Let's go Brandon. Is that what they said? Okay. So you don't know the let's go Brandon thing? No. Oh my God. All right. Let's go over this real quick. Okay. I'm sure a majority of the listeners know what I'm talking about. On NASCAR this last weekend down in Talladega. Yes. Yes. There was a driver, Brandon, and they were interviewing him. uh, And then, of course, the stands were right there. And everybody up in the stand is like, F Joe Biden, you know. Yeah. You know, without the, just the F, you know, F Joe Biden. And, hey, you know, you chick, can cuss here. And, and, the, and the chick that's interviewing him is like, she's got to do damage control, right? Mm-hmm. So she's, oh, my God, they're cheering. Let's go, Brandon. And, and, and uh, you know, okay, they're not cheering. Let's go, Brandon, right? Yeah, it's clear. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, every meme in the world's out there. Everybody are doing a fantastic job with that. It's actually pretty funny. But he just visited uh, some heavy equipment uh, manufacturer or something in Missouri, uh, you know, Midwest. And he and they're driving, they're driving down to get to, you know, his, his uh, what do you call it? Motorcade is driving it. And the streets are lined with people with signs. Trump won. Of course, the fuck Joe Biden signs, flags. I mean, he had to drive right by this and he saw that. Well, he's saying, well, he's saying, you know, you know, well, we've seen some of that stuff coming in, but, you know, 81 million people voted for me and supported me. And now he just put his foot in his mouth. I mean, yeah, put his foot in his mouth because, okay, 81 million people didn't vote for you. Yeah. So we all know we all know that the left is using all these fucking cheating tactics to get elected. 
which brings us back to how many times have they done this and what is their plan moving forward? So if we get more Republicans, independents or whatever, libertarians to fight against that, well, we want accountability. Like you go online at any social media right now, people are screaming for accountability. How are you letting this shit happen? How are you letting the CDC run things, which is not part of the U.S. government? How are you letting Fauci tell everybody, now he's saying you might not have Christmas? Well, I'm pretty fucking sure I'm going to have Christmas, whether Fauci says it or not, yeah. right? Just like, oh, you got to get vaccinated. Joe Biden says, please get vaccinated. So you can have a 4th of July get together. I can tell you right now, I had a pretty good 4th of July get together at my house. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, maybe, no one listens to these people. Yeah. But people want accountability, though, Ryan. Of course. And that's why I think that it's going to go the way that I'm kind of laying it out here. And, and I think you're on the right track. Because once we get accountability, I mean, you got people telling, you know, they're, they're calling for revolution. Yeah. Now, not, not civil war. There's a huge difference. I mean, we're not going to get into the different the definition of it, but a civil war is a civil war. A revolution is a revolution. Yeah, clearly when, you, different. when it says in the Constitution that you have the obligation and the right to overthrow a tyrannical government. I mean, dude, we're here right now. And you well, got I'm, people we got people all over social media that are like saying we want accountability in, in the way of you need to be on the end of a rope. So, yeah, if something happens in these midterm elections and, 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 and the right. The conservative movement starts taking more control. I think you're really going to see shit to hit the fan. Shit's going to hit the fan. And I feel as though that's why they're ramping up now, because we are only a few months from 2022. Yeah. And it's very interesting that you see the Supreme Court hearing the, the, I, the, the case of the constitutional carry that other lower appeals courts have tried to shut down. But now, you know, it, it's possible that the entire country is going to be able to constitutionally carry. So is that setting it up for more of this, like, as you say, accountability is going to be, I, I do think that justice is going to end up prevailing here. I really do. And I'm not, that. this is what I'm saying. I want more people. I know that there's not a lot of liberals listening to my show, but I want you to tell your liberal friends they're on the wrong side of history here. When is When has any of these regimes that tell you the way to think and, and say that if you think differently than them, you're wrong? And and the people that try to take guns away, they're never on the right side of history. Even okay. wins for a short amount of time. And then what's right rises to the top always without okay. exception. OK, so so to that point, these types of regimes, be it the Nazis, uh, the only other regime that had quite a quite a good run was the Russians. Right. Sure. Uh, they, they had a pretty good run. But but most of these regimes are very short lived. And I mean, and I don't and I mean, like like 10 years, 15 years, whatever. But after that, I mean, they're all rounded up and fucking executed. Yeah. Right. Uh, unless it's, know, unless it is the Nazis, they get uh jobs at NASA, but well, they be, they become part of the U S government. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, yeah. man. And maybe this has been the longest run of an evil regime. And we have been slowly kind of drifting into that direction, but man, uh, you know, the Democrats feel really good about what's going on right now. And I think that that is bad for them in the long run. I don't know if it's going to trickle down to your average Democrat that just like has the Biden Harris sticker on their bumper. Um, but man, these people, I, I, I kind of do believe that eventually they will be fucking hunted down uh, and, and done away with like you would cancer. Yeah. You know, the whole thing is, Ryan, everybody knows that it, just nothing smells right about any of this, right? Exactly. And, and, and all the and all these documents that are coming out, like, like we already like us, like you say, conspiracy minded people are already knowing that they have something bigger planned, right? Yeah. 
And, and I really feel, you know, I really feel bad for these people that 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 drank the Kool-Aid and, uh, you know, decided to get the vaccine. Uh, and I mean, it is what it is. You know, they they were sold a, a pack of goods, which now they're finding out is, is not true. Right. Then it's not giving them protection. And, and they're saying, oh, well, my father died of COVID in, in the hospital and he was vaccinated, but it could have been worse. What the fuck is worse than dying? Yeah, no I shit. Mean, I mean, this is their mentality. <laughs> this is their mentality. Like, well, it could have been worse. What do you mean it could have been worse? He's fucking dead. Yeah. Like, don't get any worse than that. But what I'm saying is these people now, I mean, look what Israel's doing. Right. If you do not get your booster shot, you are considered unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the thing. It's going to roll and roll and roll. You're going to have to get booster shots every six months, or else your your passport is going to be revoked. Your your vaccination passport or whatever. Ryan, people know this shit is unraveling. Yeah. And, and how many people do you think have buyer's remorse for voting for Joe Biden? Uh, I think it it Millions. should be it should be higher. Whatever the number is, it should be every single one of them. Um, but I don't think that a lot of these people are willing to admit that they were wrong in voting for him. They just wanted to feel like they were doing good by voting against Trump. I don't think anyone really supported Biden. They just didn't want Trump anymore. Um, and, and, you know, I've been very critical of Trump lately. And I think that um, I do think that he has the ability to come back. And to seriously wreak some havoc. I, I've already seen some headlines, not just from liberal source media, like some some pretty conservative headlines saying that if Trump gets back in the White House, it is going to be revenge. He's going to go after these people that were going after him so hard. And he'd be fully justified to do that if this isn't 100 percent theater. If Trump isn't one of the cabal, if he's not, you know, just playing ball and doing what he was supposed to do to create and sow more division. Um if he is a good guy, if he's a white hat, as people call him, then, yeah, man, he's, he would be fully justified coming in and wreaking havoc on the establishment. So uh, I think it's going to get crazy, man, and I'm very interested to see what happens. But uh, any last thoughts here, Ron? And then, um, of course, plug your show and plug whatever you're up to. Conspiracy Kitchen, I know, is a thing. Oh, it's going to be. Yes, sir. Yeah, That's yeah I heard you talk about that. Uh, before we get on to Conspiracy Kitchen, uh, so my thoughts on these things, these camps are here for a reason. Like if you you can mm-hmm. go online and get a map of these camps and you can see they're very heavily concentrated down south, right through the right through the middle of the country, like from the Great Lakes. And, and there's actually several FEMA camps in Canada as well, like U.S. FEMA camps in Canada. So so, I mean, you know, these camps are there for a reason, like like they're not going to have a hurricane. Like, like a hurricane hits the coast, as soon as it hits land, it diminishes. Why do they need all these camps all over the country unless something was planned? Now, are these places to, in, to lock up dissenters, like, you know, domestic terrorists, like, like which they're trying to deem people like you and I? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, pe- like people that are actual patriots, like that come, I come from a long line of patriots. I mean, I, there, there isn't anybody more patriotic than me, but they're tra- and, and it's all part of the upside down world, Ryan. So, so anybody that, that's uh, speaking out against anything, we don't even need to go down the list. Yeah. Oh, you're a domestic terrorist, right? It's a fucking upside down world. Yep. They're going to, the only way they're going to be able to contain us is if they do somehow round us up and put us in these camps. Good luck. And, and I just, I just, I just don't see that happening. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I man. Yeah. 
you you brought up something that uh, you know I want to touch on since I brought up you know the idea of this massive quarantine camp in Australia being uh, set to uh, you know finish in 2024, and the fact that you just right now brought up these American-owned camps in Canada. I actually believe that this massive camp in Australia, which was a prison colony, let's not forget, this was originally a prison colony. I think that it's probably American built. And 2024, what's happening then? It's an election year, a big election. And I think that 2024 is going to be the most consequential election in United States history. I really do. Because we we are on the verge of something big here. I don't know what, but I tend to think that it's going to go good for the ones that are being kind of pursued right now, the ones that it doesn't look so good for now. Because, uh, like I said, man, I, these people are on the wrong side of history. The other people, the people that like Joe Biden, the people that think he's doing a great job, the people that support vaccine mandates, they're already on the wrong side of history. History proves it. It, it really does, man. And we're going to see the same thing go down. Um, people throughout history tend to act the same way so um yeah man i think that it's very possible that that this massive camp in australia is going to house a lot of prisoners from the united states that's just my thought but um because why would we want to keep them here why would we want to like get rid of why would we want to make our territory a, a prison area you know i don't know though there's there's so many outcomes that, that can really uh you know come to fruition here but ron thank you very much for hopping on um, plug your stuff, man. Plug whatever you want the audience to know about, dude. All right. Well, everybody knows me as Ron from New England. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, and I just started, believe it or not, I fought it and fought it, but I just started a TikTok. So I'm going to be putting up some videos on TikTok. Uh, also, Ron from New England there. And we have the uh, Wicked Planet podcast page on Instagram. Uh, we got the Wicked Planet podcast at gmail.com if anybody wants to send us any questions or any show ideas, right? Uh, and then you brought up Conspiracy Kitchen. Oh, well, before that, like, let's listen to a Wicked Planet podcast. Yes, sir. Like anybody, a good one. anybody, if you're a fan of Dangerous World, if you're familiar with me, I did a lot of shows with Ryan and Brandon over over the over like a year period, like 20 plus appearances. And uh, and I always thank you. And I always plug your show, of course, and uh, because that's where I got my start. And that's where Ron from New England got got kind of no, a little bit of notoriety. But uh, the Wicked Planet podcast is doing pretty good. We're fixing to do a show tonight as soon as I get off with you. Uh, I believe my guest is here, so we're going to get rocking and rolling, get the studio set up. But, uh, yeah, so so go listen to it. I think tonight's episode 29, so it's still pretty new. Uh, it's evolving. It's getting better as it goes, so I appreciate everybody that listens. But Conspiracy Kitchen, which I did ask Ryan if he was going to do something with, and he said, go ahead and do what you want with it. So, so, you know, basically paraphrasing, but, but yeah, so conspiracy kitchen's going to be a little thing that I'm going to do. I love to cook. Uh, my grandfather was a chef, owned several restaurants. Uh, we all, all uh, me and all my brothers are very good cooks. I like to do a lot of barbecue grilling. Uh, I like to do a lot of comfort food cooking in the wintertime and stuff like that. So I thought it would be cool to like give some cooking tips and then tell a story at the same time, kind of like what you guys were doing, right? But I, I got really good ideas and really big plans for Conspiracy Kitchen. So not sure when it's going to come out. I just want to put it out there for people, but be looking forward to that. And, and Ryan, thanks for having me on. I know this was a quick hitter, uh, which which is cool, you know, because we all got super busy lives going on right now. 
Yeah, man, I, I really enjoy doing these quick uh, conversations because it's mostly factual driven. You know, you get to talk for, you know, 15, 20 minutes straight without anyone else interrupting. So that was uh, good as always, Ron. We always have fun conversations and uh, good luck with Wicked Planet, dude. Anyone needs to go check that out that has not already. So uh, you take care, Ron, and good luck on your next show here. All right. Thanks, Ryan. We'll talk real soon. Well, thank you, Ron. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate this guy always, man. Go check out his show, doing some fun stuff. Great dude. Uh, really stand-up guy for sure. And um, yeah, can't say enough good things about that, man. Uh, really appreciate him and what he's doing. And, uh, you know, a, a good voice in this community, dude. So so make sure you check out Wicked Planet. But the things that we mentioned there, you know, of course, I wouldn't want any of this kind of stuff. But when you look at what the left stands for, it sure seems like they want a breakdown of capitalism and religious freedoms and really what makes the U.S. so great. And I believe patriots will be pretty damn angry. And when they have control, it's going to get really fucking ugly. And I think that it already is kind of getting ugly. It's just a matter of time before it gets more violent, more physical, more, more, uh, you know, this cold war that we're sort of in. It's like a cold civil war. I've said this several times. When it goes hot, when it goes kinetic, I think that's a quick deal. And again, I don't want this. But um, I don't see any other outcome. I don't. I really don't. Now, with the greater and greater shifts in the polarization, who's to say that the right won't have another shot at power before it swings back to the left. This is another idea. And the left is the one that gets very, very aggressive towards their, quote, oppressors. Because this is what we call each other, right? If the left's in power and the right is feeling very downtrodden, disenfranchised, the right calls the left the oppressors. So we find ourselves in a weird position here. And I'm just trying to throw thoughts out there. Obviously, a different type of an episode than I do typically, but I've been thinking about this, you know, and of course, it's fun to look at, you know, the Satanism that's going on in the left. And for the record, there's a lot of it going on on the right. Um, it's just more on your face with the left. I may I may do a follow up to that episode, which I appreciate all the love in that one. That, that one's uh, been a very popular episode. Uh, might do a Republican and Satanism type deal. Uh, but it's it's tougher to look into it. That'll take me a couple weeks to actually research that. That one took like three days. You know, I can find a ton of information on Satanism and, and Democrats. Um, but let me tell you why I, I think that the left is really in trouble here, like I mentioned with Ron. Now, the reason I think that the left's in such danger over the right in a Holocaust of sorts is because they have a more hive mind. They're pretty united with their beliefs. While I think the right has varying degrees of what they'll tolerate, the left is all kind of on par with each other. For example, the left, they pretty much universally want mask mandates and vax mandates, both, not just one or the other. They want both, right? This is a cult, just like QAnon, okay? The left also does not want people who are unvaxxed to work. That's a problem. And the left also seems to favor quarantine camps, and they follow a specific leader. I would say if you support Joe Biden, you are a leftist, wholeheartedly. While some libertarians supported Trump, 
I think some independent voters supported Trump and obviously some conservatives supported Trump. Anyone that says that they're a conservative that is supporting Joe Biden is not a conservative. The only people that you will see saying that they're conservative and they also support Joe Biden are the Liz Cheney's and the Mitt Romney's of the world. So this is something to think about. You won't see that on the other side. Now, the right, in contrast, they're not all willing to die on the mask hill. I've heard people that I respect in this community say that, and I agree. Every day when I go to work, I never have my mask on. I make someone each and every day tell me to put a mask on, and lately they've stopped, and I'm not. that's no bullshit. I haven't worn a mask in like two weeks, even when I was sick, and I didn't have COVID for the record. I had a sinus infection. That is confirmed. So it's just a matter of, of who has a stronger will here. And if you come in armed with facts and with words that are actually powerful and resonate, and you can articulate, unlike Joe Biden, you can actually, you can accomplish a lot. And things don't need to get violent or hostile at all. Um, but another, another idea about the right here and, and why we're not so united. And, and you know, See, I I find myself in these traps again. I just caught myself right there saying that I'm on the right. I'm not. I'm really not. But gun to head, I am, right? I'm sitting here and I'm saying that I will go against the left. So I guess that puts me on the right. But um, I think you know where I stand. I I like to consider myself independent and and free. But maybe this is why, you know, it's kind of feeding into my point here of why the right is not so solidified. A lot of of right-leaning people don't want to call themselves righties when leftists wear that like a badge of honor, right? Similar to how these LARPers on the right fucking fake social media bans. But another aspect of these people on the right here, um, some people are actually getting vaxxed. Some people voted for Trump and they're getting vaxxed, right? Some people uh, voted for Joe Jorgensen or they believe in independence, but they still got vaxxed. And a lot of people are saying, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not uh, saying that people shouldn't get vaxxed. I am saying that. I'm saying that no one should get vaxxed. You got people like Ben Shapiro saying that if you're old, you should get vaxxed. I'm saying you should not. Because there's proof of viral shedding or there's proof of vaccination shedding. You're in a roundabout way. You're vaccinating other people because you got vaccinated and you're going out in public. So fuck you. Okay. Um Even if you had to do it for your job, you're just making it a little bit more difficult for people like myself that do not want to get vaccinated because they don't believe that other people should get shit shoved in their body. What would happen if every single person in the workforce said that, no, I'm not going to get vaccinated. And if you won't let me work, fuck it. Good luck finding someone else. What would happen then? These businesses aren't going to shut down. They don't got the robots ready to work for you yet. Yet is the key word. That whole fucking idea would fold. So this is the problem here. This is why the right isn't isn't as organized as the left. And people that say that the left is crumbling are just fucking stupid. Um, and a, a lot of it is older people that are actually kind of falling in line with this. People that don't even fucking work, which blows my mind. Uh, retired folks and whatnot. Um. And and another thing is that we don't really have a defined leader here on the right, right? We don't have a defined leader that will go against Biden, that will go against the left. We don't have a defined leader that will fight. 
Some people want to back Trump. Some people want DeSantis. Some people fucking want Ted Cruz for some reason. I don't know why, but some, you know, I, I don't know. And uh, God bless Ron DeSantis' wife who just got diagnosed with cancer. That is fucking tragic. And you see the left celebrating that, saying that karma always gets these evil people. It's fucked up, man. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, if you haven't heard that news, maybe uh, think about that and, you know, how, how fragile life is. You know, these people are pretty healthy and they still get affected with these things. But um, once it gets insanely tyrannical, I believe that people will rally behind the opposite of Biden, which in the minds of 99% of Americans is 45. It's Donald Trump. And I'm not jumping on the liberal idea that Trump and Hitler have the same thing in common, just because that's fucking stupid. I actually do believe that leftism is a cancer. And what do you do with cancer? You cut it out. You cut out cancer and you cut out leftism. You cut out this combination that's hitting this country of Marxism, fascism, corporatism, technocracy. It's not just Marxism. A lot of people say that it's it's cultural Marxism. That's just part of it, man. There's so much. This is a, you know, people always say Trump played 5D chess. I'm waiting for the fucking results of Trump's 5D chess. I think it was very one-dimensional, personally. He hired a bunch of people that he shouldn't have in the first place. It, he kind of showed his incompetence at that stage. And for the record, I would still have him over, over Biden or Harris or Pelosi or McConnell or Cruz or anyone, really. But uh, it's just a shame that he couldn't have some, some more instinctively uh, on point skills when it comes to hiring. What's that dude known for? His, his quote is, you're fired. He's good at firing people. He's clearly not good at hiring people. So that's a problem. But um, I feel like I'm being realistic here. I don't, I don't acknowledge the similar aspects of what happened in the past and what I believe is unfolding now. If I didn't do that, I would be a fool. I, w- I would be letting you as the audience down. So um, I, I just think it's something that we got to think about here. And, uh, you know, I, I also need to mention that, you know, after Hitler got out of jail, he realized that he had to take a more lawful approach. He couldn't just go and riot and cause insurrections and so on. So he went the civil political route, gaining support, uh, what seemed organically, of course, probably wasn't so organic. And he pointed out the flaws of the current system and people rallied around him. Trump's doing that right now. Okay, again, not trying to be in vogue here and just say that that Trump is Hitler. I don't actually believe that, but I see the similarities of the system that Hitler operated under and then the the system that Trump is is currently operating under as well. For the record, I think that Biden is much closer to an actual Hitler. Um, but again, the the dynamics of the of politics today makes it so that a, another Hitler can rise to power very quickly. And I've heard people make bring up really good points that, you know, globalism doesn't need a Hitler. It needs more of a Justin Trudeau, which I, I can agree with. But at the same time, you need someone to actually carry out these heinous acts at the end of the day. And someone as senile as Biden maybe can't carry them out himself, but he can sure put these things in place for whoever comes after him. So I think that, that 2024, I mentioned with Ron, is going to be the most consequential election in U.S. history. I firmly believe that. And uh, 2022 is going to lay a major part of that foundation heading into 2024. 
So today you're seeing a never ending stream of fuck Joe Biden chance, right? And I guarantee that those people would all take Trump over Biden. They would all take anyone over Biden, I feel like, right? And this is really where it starts, in my opinion. Now, think about, okay, think about this. Next, I think that patriots will get violent with Biden supporters, whether you got a sticker on your car that says Biden Harris or whatever. And I'm not saying they should, but I think that patriots will get violent with Biden supporters. And this is why you don't see many lefty politicians walking the streets. Just like, you know, Trump did on 9-11-2021, 9-11 of this year, Trump was walking around when all these elites and these ex-politicians, these ex-presidents were all hanging out together with guards wearing face masks. All their slaves were wearing face masks and they're all hanging out together with behind armed guards and behind what else? Walls. Trump's out there walking around with the people. Probably one of the only politicians that can actually do that at that level. And the camps that the left is building for anti-vaxxers and thought criminals will be used on them. I truly believe that. Do you think it's a coincidence that the big Australian camp is going to be completed in 2024? Because I sure fucking don't. If it was this dire to get this camp built, to keep people safe, these camps would be built already. They'd get them built so much quicker. If things were about really saving people's lives and not losing them to health-related issues, why is insulin so expensive? I'm not saying it should be free. I'm saying it should be affordable. 10, 20 bucks. Yeah, sure. The people that create it, they should make some money. 10, 20 bucks a week for something like that, right? It encourages people to not eat a bunch of sugar, to not eat a bunch of fattening food. But, you know, if they make the mistake, as humans tend to do, they can still stay alive and work in the system, perpetuating that debt slave shit, right? It's crazy. It's crazy to me that people don't see this shit. But, you know, that that, that kind of tends to be what uh, cults do to people. So let's dive into these camps a little bit here. There's over 800 in the United States alone, and most are fully staffed. Now, there's this whole program, Rex 84, which we talked about in a show a while ago, back when Brandon was part of the show here. And um, according to mainstream thought, it was set up for massive amounts of immigrants, which uh, needed to be held in certain areas before they could be integrated into the, the population. And I mean, we have massive, massive amounts of immigrants flooding into the states right now. I don't think anyone can deny this. There's two sort of sub operations underneath uh, Rex 84, and, and that's Garden Plot. And Garden Plot essentially is to control the population and Cable Splicer, which is the uh, sub operation under Rex 84, which is to enact orderly takeover of local or state governments by federal governments or the feds, right? And there's a list of executive orders and acts put in place here that I'll read off, which have crucial aspects within them to help kick off this imprisonment of um, what they will call a rebellious population. There's 15 executive orders and three acts, but they're short. So let me just kind of rifle through them really quick. Um, Really, really interesting. And like I said, 15 EOs and... um, 
I believe, three there you go, everybody. Another free portion in the books. Head on over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast to get the rest of this episode. I actually talk with legit bats, Joe and Jen. We talk about the same kind of stuff, but they give their take. And I also run down some key executive orders and presidential governmental acts that have fed into the whole quarantine camp agenda that we see unfolding before our eyes, guys. I think that you're going to enjoy it. Come hang out and we'll be friends.